Hark the bardic paladin Who sings and plays again He tells the tales of glory And weaves a magic story He'll join you at your table And ask you to share a fable Heroes of humble origin Villains who must be fought again No matter their skill or prowess The people in life are countless so we pray you heed our request. Enjoy this tale of sidekicks and sidequests. Episode 4 Ulrich Griffbeard, the Acolyte of Aaliyah. Welcome to Sidekicks and Sidequests the Dungeons & Dragons podcast that helps to put humans back into humanity and breathe life into your campaign NPCs with backstory and bravado. That's right, we're building a world, one character at a time. I am your host, Kurt Krenwelge, the Bardic Paladin, and I'll be joining Elizabeth Horsley at her table in the Levitating Platter. <laughs> Who are you, and what is it that you do? My name is Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Uh, we are getting ready to play a game of D&D, and I am the DM, so I spent the morning coming up with NPCs for the upcoming game. Awesome. And so I guess then that seems to answer the next question we've ha- we have here. Do you currently, or have you ever played Dungeons & Dragons? Yes. And, uh, and and remind me again, how long how long have you been uh, playing the game? Uh, I played, I think it was 3.5 in college, and that was the first time I played. And um, we have picked it back up again. Uh, you were the DM. I came up with some very deep background stories for characters and random NPCs that I decided I really liked. And you said, well, you should just be a DM. Mm-hmm. And that is how I got here. Awesome. Uh, well, since this show is called Sidekicks and Side Quests, for the sidekicks part, do you happen to have a favorite NPC from any uh, R- uh, from any game, RPG, or uh, video game, and, and and why are they your favorite? Um, it is going to be a D and D one since I don't play very many video games. Um, I think one of my well, I was going to say one, but the one that became my character's boyfriend was probably one of my favorites. Oh, Eduardo? Eduardo. And and why is Eduardo your favorite? Eduardo is a tortured soul. And that's why he's your favorite? Yes. We don't have to get quite into all of that. Sure. Fair enough. Um, he was the one who had a very intense background story. Right, right. Uh yeah, and he's he's been with your guys' party ever since. So yeah, he was a he was a NPC that I came up with on the fly, and he's become so much more to your character's backstory, which is which is fun. I had to be careful to not make a mini party for myself. <laughs> yeah, you. I realized to everyone people. everyone was getting annoyed with that, and so had to find a way for him to just stay in the background like he's supposed to. Right. So that that thank you. 
uh, Matt Colville for developing your followers rules. I've been trying to slowly implement those, uh, especially for Eduardo, so he could, uh, you know, gain the benefits of being like someone who can take action, but not, you know, be this on the same par as a regular player character. Well, so my character is a bard, and then Eduardo's supposed to be an assassin um, with a... Um, a peculiar background. Um, but one time I played as him and I was just surprised that I could hit so many things and do so much damage. Right. I was not used to being able to do that. <laughs> now for the side quest part, um, what's a favorite side quest of yours from our games, uh, an RPG or a video game? And if you can't think of one, um, Maybe what's a favorite B plot or a, a minor plot from like literature or film or maybe even a minor event in history and why is it your favorite like side quest? I don't know if your group's gone on too many side quests. I mean, there was the time that uh, I guess Spina and Eliwick. Oh, there was the time where we almost got Spina and Eliwick almost got mugged in a um, in an alleyway. And Spina turned into a giant scorpion. Yeah. Eliwick did practically nothing um, except some really weird things. Um, like she was floating in the air. She was invisible for a while. I don't know if I ever got any hits on the people. Spina kind of soloed it. And then mm. Eliwick created a song about it called The Ballad of the Scorpion and has been playing it and it's becoming very popular in the world. That's true. So that that would be the that would be your favorite little side quest that's happened so far. It has definitely become a part of the party's lore. That's true. All right. And then I guess finally to round out this part of the interview, what are you passionate about and why? That is a good question. I am very passionate about linguistics. Oh, okay. Linguistics. Tell me more. So if you listen to our our backstory for our upcoming podcast, which will be um, set in Rosevale University. It is a podcast about um, these D&D characters that come in and um, they're going to college basically to learn their skills. Oh, okay. And all the college shenanigans are going to happen. Right. Um, but we got really deep into what languages would look like. Um, I know your character is a half-elf, half-human, mm -hmm. and so we were talking about creoles and pigeons and what that would be like for your character. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like whenever you get to make a world, it's whatever you're passionate about it tends to be like that big detail that you make. Mm -hmm. And I think for me it was thinking about what the languages would be like. And, and you went to school for linguistics, did you not? Yes, yes uh, I majored in linguistics as an undergrad. All right. So language and the way people talk and the way people mean and say things, then that's all what you're passionate about? Mm -hmm. I guess communication in general is fairly important. Yes. Same thing like what music does. It's, it's trying to communicate, but uh, perhaps a little more, with a little more flavor than maybe just regular talking. Yeah, I guess. It's just different. <laughs> sure. Two, two sides of the same coin. Yeah? I don't know. All right. All right, now let's go to the NPC creation part. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, what kind of NPC are we gonna make today? Are you are you gonna be sharing one that you've created, or are we gonna make one from scratch, or what's the what are we doing? I would like to share one that I'm excited about um, that I created this morning, oh, okay. and I'm hoping that um, you guys will run into him. Oh, okay, awesome. So then, I guess what is this character's name? His name is Ulrich Griffbeard. He's a dwarf cleric, level oh. two. Okay. Um, I the levels were important because I wanted to see kind of where they are skill wise. Okay. Um, but he also has one level in fighter. He, um, he recently changed majors to cleric because he found religion. Okay. Um, and he worships Aleo, who is the demigod of balance. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so we're we're and, working through these questions. I was gonna oh, yeah. so no, that's cool. That's that's fine. So the and so we've got okay. So we and have, he definitely wants you to know about it. Oh, that he and, found religion, and he wants you to come to his prayer group. Okay, so how old is uh, Ulrich? You said yes. How old is Ulrich? Um, I have him down as a sophomore, so I'd have to look at the dwarf ages, but I'm thinking he's. Fairly young and idealistic. Okay, young and idealistic in dwarven age ranges. Okay, so not in the hundreds or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's see. What, uh, what Describe the physical appearance of Ulrich. If he is like a couple levels in fighter and now summon cleric, what does that look like? Um, he is pretty strong. He has a couple of religious tattoos. Um he, Are they like balance scale? Since you said this demigod was a balance. So Elea, so the way the um, the religion works in this world is that there's four elements or four elemental gods, um, and they really have no gender and they're completely neutral. Um, they can embody both good and evil. Um, so they're water, fire, earth, and air. And then they have demigods under them. And the demigods draw their power from their main god. And uh -huh. the demigods can um, be a lot more specific and a lot more... They can be either good or evil, depending. So, they, so, so the, demigods are, the demigods are a little more nuanced. They're more nuanced. Okay. Um, so Alea is under the element water, and so he'll have a lot of, a lot of water tattoos. and. Okay. Cool. Um... All right, a lot so, of things with symmetry. So how's the beard looking on this dwarf? He has to have a beard. Um, I don't know. Maybe his demigod doesn't like beards and she made him shave it. I don't know. Um, he has a beard. It's blonde and he has it in two braids. Okay. For balance. For balance. Okay, there we go. Keeping the, keeping the thematic... Uh, elements all there. But he has shaved his head in accordance with his new religion's laws. Interesting. Okay. So then that seems to... Uh, okay, that's his physical appearance. Is he pretty Is he pretty buff and stout, or is he kind of tall for a dwarf? Or? Um, he's pretty buff and stout because he did ha have a level in fighter. Mm -hmm. um, so he is very well built. Um, very handsome and charismatic looking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, all right. I feel like that's a pretty good physical description of him. Uh, now, if you had to 
pick like three adjectives to describe to describe Auric, what what adjectives would you pick? Persistent would be one of them. Okay, persistent. Yes, he really wants you to come to his prayer group. <laughs> okay. Um, charismatic. Okay. He can walk into the room and kind of fill the room. Okay. Um, hmm, I don't know what else. Persistent, charismatic. He has this air about him that makes you want to trust him. Trustworthy. Yes. So persistent, charismatic, and trustworthy. Okay. Feel like we have a pretty good idea of who of who Uruk is. Um, what is something valuable uh, that this character possesses? Whether that's an item, uh, a bit of lore, some secret, or if it's not a physical, tangible object, you know, is it some ideal or concept or something? Um, well, he has the concept of his goddess. Um... He would need to have a holy symbol because he's a cleric. Okay. So that will be his. That'll his be his valuable. His valuable object yes. is his holy symbol. It's an amulet that he wears around his neck. Okay, and it will describe the amulet. What does this amulet look like? Um. Is it just like the generic religious symbol? Is it a pair of scales or? It is. I'm just wondering how how you personify. Uh, balance it is um what would look like a kind of a four-leaf clover so four circles coming into a single point okay four teardrop shapes coming into a single point okay four teardrops coming into a point okay cool yes and then uh, and then it would be two on the top and two on the bottom if you're to draw it out yeah okay and then what is a particular quest that Ulrich would be willing to recruit or hire player characters to go on. Um, he really wants you to come to his prayer group, but I've said that already. He... I mean, it's it's a very strong side quest, like, hey, go to this prayer group. Yes. Okay. That's his big thing. That's his big thing? He wants you to come to the prayer group, he wants you to bring friends, and he would love to talk about um, the wonders of Alea with you. Uh, so what would be the reward for succeeding in this side quest of going to the prayer group meeting? Um, you could join the the followers of Alea. Okay. Um, and potentially get some of their magic items having to do with Alea and learn about some of their secrets of their religion. Oh, okay, interesting. And then what would be the consequence of failure or refusing the call to the to the adventure, this side quest? Um, he's going to keep asking until you really put him off. And then, oh, there's a cat on the table. <laughs> a wild tabaxi appears. There's a wild tabaxi on this bar table. Well, Randolph, we're going to have to do something about getting these cats off the tables. Um, if you really put him off, then... Um, you'll probably get more followers of Alea coming and knocking on your door and trying to to get you to join. So are you saying that they're like the Scientologists of, of your world? Or they're just like, you know, you, 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 bu- you like blow them off or say no, and then they're like, oh, no, he really needs to know, or she really needs to know, and then they just come and bug you more and more until you just cave in? 
Probably. I'm trying to tell you about this person without giving away things. Sure, no, I understand. As a person, you know, can separate the knowledge they have from their character as well. But I understand you don't want to uh, have any influence. we're about to play. Sure, of yeah. course. All right. So I feel like, uh, and then, oh, I had those optional questions. Did you have any, uh, any thoughts on those other optional questions that I included? Or do you feel like... What this- were the optional questions? Oh, like, you know, goals and motivations of the character, but I f- uh, or, you know, how do you, like, the way they talk or interact with people or what impact they've made in the world. But I feel like, you know, you've, you've done a pretty good job of explaining. Well, I was going to give him a Cockney accent, but I really have to think about that one so it doesn't dip into something else. Sure. I like to do that one when somebody says, do a British accent. It's like, which one? Right. Um, well, I think we've got a pretty good idea of Ulrich. And uh, now let's go ahead and do the random encounter. All right. So this is a segment uh, that I came up with, with the help from my friend Anson, that we would, based on the information we've collected on Ulrich, um, we were just going to run a short role play scenario just to give people an idea of what Ulrich sounds like, how Ulrich might uh, react in a situation. So maybe as a foretaste of our game to come, let's say I'm a new student on this campus and uh, I'm, I'm shy and I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to mingle and meet people and Ulrich steps into the room and like locks eyes on me. Um, Oi, mate, have you heard about Our Lady Elena? Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, hello there. Oh, I'm sorry. Elena, I don't know. Who is, who is, who are you talking about? Oh, you must know about Elena. We're getting more Irish. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I'll try to get back to Cockney. Um, <laughs> Elena is the, the goddess of balance. Oh, balance, hey? She creates balance in all of our lives. So every bad thing that I've done, she makes it, she makes a good thing happen? No, no, no. She brings balance to the world. Oh. So she gets rid of all the bad people who do bad things to make good things happen instead? And balance to your life. Oh, balance to my life. You're thinking so much in terms of good versus evil. Oh, and I don't need to think about good versus evil. I just need to think balance? You, you need to be balanced in your soul. Balanced in my soul. Huh. I'm guessing he's more Irish, because that's what's coming out. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you are a very, very interesting dwarf. I think I have to go now. Uh, d- don't mind me just sidestepping over this way to try and go oh, talk no, no. to this other They're, group. Here, take a pamphlet. T- a pamphlet? A pamphlet. We meet in the student union um, tomorrow night. We do this once a week. You are always welcome. Oh, okay, okay, I'm gonna go over here now, bye. All right, well, that's a pretty good idea of Ulrich. I mean, I guess you're still working on the accent, uh, but otherwise a fairly good representation of Ulrich trying to describe the religious beliefs and his persistence and wanting to be trustworthy and the handing of the pamphlet was a nice touch. So well, usually I can get Cockney faster or than um, Irish, but that was just how he came out. I'm All making right. a note of that. Very good. 
Well, I guess final thoughts. Um, well, what did you think of this uh, new format of mine? You were a previous guest on my old show, which was just kind of like a, a slice of life. And on that particular episode that you were a guest of, we just talked Star Trek and just kind of went all over the place. Um, but how do you think this format and this experience worked out? Um, it has brought to my attention that I could think more about my NPCs. Mm -hmm. and should be testing them out a little bit better. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I will have to make up some on the fly, but... Right, of course. I mean, this this uh, the intention of this podcast is not to uh, replace the ability of the Dungeon Master to think up of something on the fly for an NPC that someone meets, but, you know, it's just to help prevent all the Bobs and the Janes that you just kind of see in the world that don't really have any depth to, you know, and to reflect that greater uh, appeal that, you know, every person that you run into in your life, you know, they've got a deeper story. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast. So That makes sense. Well, I'm glad that you were, uh, you, you got to be a guest and uh, share Ulrich uh, with the world. And we'll make sure we get all those details out on the website. So if you want to draw your fan art or if you want to uh, take those details and put Ulrich in your game and maybe even share stories of how you've uh, had Ulrich interact with your player characters, uh, be sure to let us know on our social media and our website. Um, Elizabeth, where can uh, people find you on the Internet if they want to follow any projects that we're working on or that we're doing? Um. I am not so great about keeping up with my personal brand, but like I was saying, we are about to start a podcast called Roseville University, and that is should be a lot of fun for that project. We and will be sure to link it to this episode, so that way if you want to start a new D&D podcast in your life, well, then you've got a new one to, to listen to. And you will get to meet Ulrich probably very soon. All right, sounds like a plan. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on my new show, and uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidekicks and Sidequests. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast or Overcast. You can also save the RSS feed to the app of your choice. I ask that you please leave an honest review on iTunes to help spread the word. Be sure to visit our website, www.sidekicksandsidequests.com. Be sure to follow the podcast by searching for at SideKQPodcast on Twitter and Facebook. I have created a subreddit, which you can find at r slash SideKQPodcast. If you'd like to get in contact with me for inquiries, questions, or comments, feel free to send an email to sidekicksandsidequests, all one word, at gmail.com. Sidekicks and Sidequests is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy, meaning I'm not approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast. Copyright Wizards of the Coast, LLC. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you at the pub next time. Bar to rock on one, two, one, two, three, four!